Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. Lightworker, welcome to another episode of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before we get started with today's episode, I'm excited to tell you that my second book, Lightworkers Gotta Work, The Ultimate Guide to Following Your Purpose and Creating Change in the World, is out now and you can order it globally on Amazon. If you're feeling the call to help make the world a better place, but you don't know where to start finding and following your life purpose, I wrote this book for you. It's packed with processes, rituals, and meditations to help you turn on your light and get it to work, so that together we create a better world. 
When you order the book, you also get a two-hour live masterclass with me entitled Live Purpose Bootcamp, during which you'll get to find and define your life purpose in a specific two-paragraph definition. And you can visit georgelizos.com forward slash lightwork to get all the details. In today's episode, we're talking all about healing our relationship with others and ourselves. And I want to start with a story. A few years ago, I gave a talk at an LGBT youth group in London about my experience of getting bullied as a gay teenager. At first, everything went great. They related to my story, a few of the kids started crying when I talked about my almost committed suicide, and they lit up when they heard about my healing journey afterwards. But then, it all turned to chaos. Something I had said triggered the heaven out of them, and what was an inspirational talk turned into an impassioned debate. What I had told the group was one of the most powerful lessons I've learned in my spiritual journey that, in all honesty, I shouldn't have expected them to understand at that stage in their life. I had told the group that the primary reason I was bullied was because I bullied myself. Because I loathed who I was, I attracted to me people who were a vibrational match to that. Now, how could I expect a group of teenagers who experience bullied daily to accept that? I hadn't accepted it while I was getting bullied, and it was years later that I was able to take responsibility. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't condone bullying, and I believe we must stand against bullies and stand up for the people who experience it every single time, because if we don't, then we take the side of the bully. But at the same time, I do understand the spiritual, energetic, and psychological components behind it. I understand that bullies bully because they hurt inside. And I understand that the people who get bullied also bully themselves to some degree. In this interview, I talk with Camila Sacredalarab all about her book, It's Not You, It's Me. In this interview, Camila explains how our relationships are mirrors of the relationship we have with ourselves and offers practical guidance on healing our relationships with others and with ourselves on a deep level. Specifically, in this interview, you learn the five stages of self-love, the difference between self-love and self-care, how to not project your issues by blaming others, and how to accept yourself fully and take responsibility of your life. When you're done listening to this episode, be sure to come within your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group and let me know what you liked most about it. And without further ado, enjoy this episode with Camila Sacredalarab. Camila Sacredalarab is a global best-selling author, a trained life coach, master NLP practitioner, certified hypnotherapist and meditation teacher, as well as a Reiki master and mindfulness-based stress reduction instructor. Camilla's well-being business is based in Los Angeles, where she works with a range of local and international clients, from CEOs and celebrities to business owners and executive TV producers, specializing in challenges faced by those at the top of their professional game. Her three self-help books, It's Not You, It's Me, Reinvent Me, and Dream, Believe, Succeed, are international bestsellers, and her courses, meditations, and teachings are loved by thousands around the world. She remains close to her professional dancing roots as 
head judge on Dancing with the Stars in New Zealand. Camilla, welcome to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. It's so great to have you here. And I can't wait to chat all about healing our relationships with ourselves through your new book, It's Not You, It's Me, which I love. Now, before we Thank jump you. into all the nitty gritty and all the details and the juicy details, um, I want to hear first about your journey to doing this work. What has been your journey to starting on your spiritual path and writing a book about relationships? Well, I think I was on the spiritual path growing up. I felt always very different than other people uh, around me. And um, I was very, very sensitive. I've realized later on I was a highly sensitive. I am a highly sensitive person. And I just would go into a room and feel so much. You know, I'd feel everybody's vibrations and frequency and feelings. And it was quite a lot. So I decided to get obsessed with uh, being an athlete. And I became a, a professional dancer, first an amateur dancer and a professional dancer, and dancing became my life. And I sort of shut down the kind of, that intuitive, the kind of um, feeling being a little bit. And I became very much an athlete. That was very practical. I could kind of, you know, control that. But the journey, obviously, within was pushing me in a different direction. And um, I know that that's a lot about what your work is about too, like finding that sole purpose. And so what happened is I found myself... Um, in my mid-30s, very unhappy in a, in a fantastic job. I was working with Dancing with the Stars in the UK, Strictly Come Dancing is called. I had a great job, seemingly on the outside. Everybody thought, wow, she's having a dream life. But inside, I was, I was being pushed towards something else. I was feeling very lost, very empty, and, 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 and sad that what I have spent so much time doing and spending time on and finally being at the top of my game that I couldn't just be happy there and feel content within. And so I was, I was really, I, I felt like, yeah, my feelings, my uncomfortableness was pushing me in a different direction. And I tried to deny it for about three years, um, but it didn't go away. So my spiritual journey was obviously still there going, you will go and do something else. <laughs> you are meant to be over here. And it was pushing me along. And that's why I always like to share and say, you know, the uncomfortable feelings are here for a reason. So they suck, right? When we feel that lost and we feel that stuck and we feel sad or even like, like grieving. I was grieving that the dream I'd worked so hard to have was not what I thought it would be like, you know? And, um, and so I was being pushed to go on this, you know, cracking myself open, turning myself inside out, as I call it, to really find what is my purpose here? What is it that I'm supposed to do? And um, I went on search for what it meant to be content, what it meant for me to, to let go of all of that materialistic stuff, that you know, lucrative, comfortable lifestyle I had created to go and really repair, I think, uh, my relationship with myself. And, and I was forced there from the feelings of, of uncomfortableness. And then obviously later on, I realized I'm not alone in this. And I wanted to share that in a form of a book in saying we will repair so many other relationships if we can first come home to the relationship to, to ourselves and know that uh, that is enough and that is where the love starts. 
Yeah. Now, it's very interesting sharing about your, your, your path of finding yourself and refinding yourself. And actually, this is something that I mentioned about in the book that our, our life purpose keeps evolving as we're evolving. It's, it, it reveals itself to us to the degree to which we're ready to accept it. And the more that we heal our relationship with ourselves, it, it comes to life and keeps unfolding. So I'm wondering, because your book, it says, it's not you, it's me, how to heal your relationship with yourself and others. So it's this perspective that our relationship with ourselves is reflected in our relationship with other people. I'm wondering, and I'm sure so many people are wondering, listening to this right now, watching, to what degree is our relationship with ourselves mirrored in the, in the relationship with other people? Are there other factors affecting it as well? Or is it mostly this and how so? I think that mostly it's, it's that we are mirrors to each other, you know, and that's both the, the, the good and the bad sometimes, you know, like um, perception is projection, right? Yeah. As, as Marianne Williamson will say, um, or in the NLP world, we will say, I mean, I just, re I, I think I wasn't open to that concept um, till my 30s, really, that mm. we are all mirrors to each other. Because I obviously, like many, thought, no, when you meet somebody that's angry or that you that really triggers you, that part is not me. <laughs> and then you meet somebody that's really lovely and really, like, generous and kind, you think, that part is me. <laughs> uh, and then you realize, uh, no, all of it. You know, if it's triggering you, it's part of you. And so yeah. you got to go look within. And that became just interesting to me. I, I went through um, a, a, a relationship breakup that really, really hurt me to the core. And that was my wake up to not sit in poor me land, you know, and just feel sorry for myself or to wake up and think, okay, I'm here. I'm really hurting. This is This sucks. This is not comfortable. What can I do? What can I take responsibility for in this situation? What is it that within me that has also contributed to me ending up here? That it was like a light bulb just mm -hmm. went off in my head. And I was like, there's always something that you can learn from this situation or any situation. This person has reflected something back at you. There's work for you to do. I, it was literally like, yeah, those are the words. There's work for you to do here. And that just turned everything around because obviously you want to blame everybody else, right? When something like that happens, you're just like, it's not my fault. I'm, I'm brilliant. <laughs> you know, the other person that didn't really help or heal my heart. I was still in pain. Right. So when we've done all of that and we blamed everybody else, it's like, okay, let's just concentrate on myself. Right. I'm, I felt like I was dumped into like a big black hole and I needed to sort of climb my way out of there. And on that route, I needed to figure out what is it that I need to, to kind of align within myself so that I can attract different kind of relationships into my life. And so I can find out where is the kind of incongruency with my own relationship. And I realized it was definitely self-love, like really, truly self-love. We can say the fluffy word, right? Oh, self-love and that. But can we really love ourselves? Can we really love the parts of ourselves that we also don't like sometimes? You know, the parts that are feeling triggered and that acted out a bit ugly in moments. And it was like, I, I there was fear of being alone. I know a lot of people go through that. So much fear of being alone. So the universe just dumped that one. Well, you go sit alone and then we'll see how you do. <laughs> and so so that was that was just 
yeah, I, I just became quite so intrigued and interested in the relationship with self. And I guess up until that time, I'd been so busy working on the relationship with other people, yet sacrificed the relationship with myself. And then waking up thinking, oh my goodness, I've sacrificed the most important relationship. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, it takes courage for, for sure. I remember um, I was bullied a lot as a teenager and it took me a long time to realize that the reason I was bullied was because I was bullying myself. I was my biggest bully, but not everybody's ready to hear it. And there's a timing for, for someone to hear it. I remember when I was in London, I went to uh, talk at an LGBT youth center around bullying and getting bullied at school, being gay and all that. And um, I told them this, I shared this, like, I was bullied because I bullied myself and they could not hear it. They wanted to blame, they wanted to attack, they wanted the bullies to be held accountable. And I'm like, okay, yes. I mean, it's a journey for everybody. And, um, and I guess totally. your book will help people like speed through that journey. So in the book, you talk about the four pillars. But George, can I just go back yes. to that? Because I feel that's really important. Because again, no coincidence that we're talking here, but I was, I was bullied too. Yes. And I talk about this in my first book, Dream, Believe, Succeed, where I realized that there were things that I could have done different, differently as a child even, that I could have maybe been a bit braver and, and, and been better at explaining things rather than being um, reactive and, and, and putting this pr protective shield up, you know, where people really couldn't reach me. So then I felt even more different, you know what I mean? So it's it's so it's sort of we it's it's so interesting isn't it what we learn through these times too those times of being bullied and i mean it, it it helped me later on to learn about myself and it wasn't comfortable but it really taught me a lot about myself and how i in my life really want to be inclusive that was the most important thing when i opened my business was i want to be inclusive if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormal Maladies, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's a thin balance, isn't it, around 
the balance of feeling like you're being victimized all the time and the balance of, okay, I'm taking responsibility right now and what's what. I think it's an interesting uh, question for everybody to ponder around because we all experience judgment and criticism and bullying to different degrees in all our, all our lives. So um, it's all about looking in the mirror and saying, okay, what part of that am I reflecting essentially? Yeah. Okay, so in the book, you talk about the four steps or the four pillars to healing our relationships with ourselves. And you talked about self-love, which is step number one. What are the other three steps? Self-awareness, because we can't we can't heal what we won't reveal as, as they say, right? And that I found so true because we can pretend that everything is okay, right? We, we're good at that. We're resilient as human beings, but until we truly look at our own kind of patterns and habits and, and really become so self-aware and we can catch ourselves and say, okay, I actually noticed the way I reacted in that situation. I'm not proud of that. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of adjust that a little bit. When we have that self-awareness, I really truly believe that everything can be worked out. You know, we can all say things in a moment and then realize, no, that's not cool. I'm going to pick up the phone and say, Hey, I'm sorry that I reacted that way. Mm. That for me is self-awareness. When we become that self-aware of our own actions, I think we can work with people. I think we can work with each other and ourselves and relationships. If, if, if other people are open to that, of course, too, but it takes two people. But I just think self-awareness, it's everything. Um, and then self-acceptance. That's a big mm. one, you know, going in from self-awareness into self-acceptance to accept who we are and what we are and what we stand for and be, be kind of be okay to, to shine our light and be our unique selves. And I feel there's a revolution happening now. I feel that yes. this is the time to go, guys, this is who I am. End of. <laughs> this is who I am. You know, be your unique selves. And I, I love that. I think that we, we just need to champion that more and more and more and more, you know, because we're all here for a reason and, and, and we all have our uniqueness. So self-acceptance and accepting like I said, accepting the things that like in moments where you think, I really want this relationship to be the one, or I really want this career to be the one, but you know, inside your soul is screaming for something else to have the self-acceptance in that moment and go, okay, I'm going to just accept that there's a different path for me. There's something I need to explore. And that, take, that, that takes courage. Yeah, of course. And then step number four, self-care. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about that, George? Because I feel like as an athlete, I still have to like talk to myself and allow myself time for self-care. It's an ongoing negotiation. I'm getting mm. better at it. And I allow myself because I know I can't possibly do my job without that. Like I have to have an equal amount of self-care to what I'm giving out. But it, in my mind, the athlete still goes, just push through Camilla. So I got to have a little chat. Like people still feel guilty about taking time for themselves. It's the most important thing we can do is look after ourselves. Nobody can get from an empty cup, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And we have all those terms like self-love, self-acceptance, self-awareness, and self-care. And sometimes I, I was just thinking about this while you were talking, we tend to use them interchangeably, first of all. And also we tend to just, just brush over them and not give them much attention. It's like buzzwords. Oh, just self-love. Like I'm doing a bubble bath today. Like... <laughs> doing a story about it like a boomerang with a, with a bath bomb in, in the water like we've all done that okay but 
But is it truly self-care or what does self-care mean? So while you were talking, mm-hmm. I found myself thinking, okay, so what's the difference between self-love and self-care? And I'm like, hmm, there actually is a difference because self-love is it's, it's way deeper. It has to do with accepting the deeper parts of you and parts of your personality and psyche, whereas self-care is about taking practical action steps and setting up boundaries that you're allowing yourself to take care of yourself. Can you talk a little bit about the nuances between those four steps and whether there is an order that we can start with. If someone's been self-loathing their entire life, where they can start to heal their relationship with themselves? Yeah. So self-love for me, it's deep, like you said. It it goes dives right in deep, right? Self-love goes, I mean, self-love can be, you know, buying yourself a bunch of flowers, but for me, it goes right in deep too. Can I forgive myself? Yes. That happened can I forgive myself? Or wow, I just acted out in a really ugly way. Who can I take a breath and go, it's okay. That was not your brightest moment. You forgive yourself, you learn from it and you move on. Self-love is really accepting like what we look like as well. Like saying there are parts of myself that I love more than others, but this is who I am. And I came here to share everything that I stand for. It's really, it's, it's diving right in deep. Self-care mm. for me, is a little bit more, it's a little bit more physical. Yes. Self-love again, for me is boundaries. That is something that I've really had to learn in my life to set boundaries. But when I do it now without, by the way, an excuse, it's like, I feel like my, my, my heart explodes. When I, when somebody texts me saying, can you do this or whatever? And I just go, sorry, I'm not available. That's all without like why I'm not available. <laughs> I can feel my heart just like love. I, I, I just, just love. That is pure love because I know in that moment I've chosen me. I've just said to the universe, I'm not available because that day I might need some self-care. I might need some time for myself. Self-care is so many things, right? Like you said, it can be a hot bath. It can be meditation. It can be a hike. It can be sitting in your garden. It can just be, I, I mean, let's talk about self-talk. I think that's where you will start. I mean, with self-love, I find self-talk, the way we talk to ourselves, probably one of the most important things we can do that is loving to ourselves is to really be mindful of how you're speaking to yourself. If you're putting yourself down all day long, that's not kind. That's not self-love. If you change those words into kind words about yourself, a kind narrative about yourself, First of all, you will feel better in yourself because of the vibration and frequency of the words, right? And all of the chemicals and happy hormones that will be released through the kind words. I talk about that in the book. But also, that is an act of self-love and self-care all rolled into one right there. And I just want to be very clear about that. If, if somebody now is listening and thinking, okay, Camilla, I mean, that's going to be quite a journey. It is a bit of a journey to change the self-talk. And that's because we have negativity bias in the brain, right? So the brain loves to go to the negative over the positive. So bear with it. Please don't expect that you say one sentence like you say, I'm not enough. And then suddenly you say, I am enough. And then that's done. This is an ongoing process that may take some, some time, some years even. You will, might have to be really mindful, just like when you're learning to run a marathon. you got to stick with the training. The training starts with the self-awareness of catching Mm. yourself every time you put yourself down. You start to observe, wow, I can do some or say something kinder about myself. When you hear yourself say something to a friend, oh, 
I'm just awful at that. I'm, I don't feel like I could possibly do that. I don't have what it takes. I'm not enough. Or you even just say that to yourself. When you look in the mirror, you say something unkind, self-awareness, catch yourself. Wow. That was not too kind. I forgive myself for that. There's a beautiful saying that goes like, whenever you catch yourself saying something that's not so kind, you can literally just pause right there and say, and I love myself anyway. Uh. And I love myself anyway. I think I did that for about a year. And every time I caught myself say something that wasn't kind, I would add, and I love myself anyway. It was like just saying, it's okay, I catch it. I know what I've just said is not kind, but I still love myself. It sort of transmutes the emotion. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's beautiful. So we start at self-acceptance and then we we go through the journey of self-love, self-care and uh, self-awareness as well. So I was wondering whether you can share any practical tips or tools that uh, like listeners or watchers can try right now to just really kickstart their journey to learning to heal their relationships with themselves. Of course, first one is be aware. What am I thinking right now? <laughs> like, am I self-talking negatively and then fix that? But is there something else we can try as well? For sure. I honestly believe it starts with checking in with ourselves because we get so into the external world. So all we can do right, right now, and you can do this every single morning, okay? This will be an act of self-care and self-love. Put the hands on your heart if that feels okay to you. And just close your eyes and imagine you've just woken up in the morning now. Okay, so this is the first thing you do before you reach for your phone. You take a deep breath in right into your belly. And then you ask yourself, how am I? And as you keep asking, how am I? How am I today? You just notice there'll be like a thought and it could be a light one, happy one, heavy one. It's okay, no judgment, just notice. If the feeling felt a little on the heavy side, like I'm exhausted, I'm overwhelmed, I'm tired, ask the second question, what do I need today? What do I need today to be okay? Can I find time to give myself that today? And take another deep breath in. I call that the morning check-in. And what that teaches us is that before you check in with anybody else or you invite anybody else's energy into your field, you take yourself that serious. You love yourself first. You go, how am I? Imagine you and I jumping on this call without having checked in with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we say to each other, how are you today? What happened to how am I today? What did I need before I spoke to you? Did I need to jump around and put on a happy song? Did I need to did I need to raise my vibration? Yesterday for me was a really odd vibration in the world. I don't know if you felt that too, George, but it was quite an interesting pressure over here in LA. Like the sky felt like very heavy. I was having nightmares and, all night long. Now it makes sense. Oh, <laughs> you felt it then. You felt it. Yeah. So my question was, what do I need today? Because I could feel I needed time for me to raise my vibration it was a weird um, and so I, I i was like the answer was there you need to sit and take some time for yourself today journal meditate <clears throat> and we're talking like taking 10 minutes or 20 minutes sometimes to go for a walk or to just turn the phone off put it down have a bath call a friend 
yesterday I called a friend because I also knew that that would raise my vibration. Just having that chat to somebody that you love. Yeah. You know, there's always something we can do to raise our own vibration, but often we start by what do other people need? If you want to learn how you are, if you want to really fall in love with yourself, you got to be willing to check in with yourself and ask yourself, how am I? And sometimes it's not so good. Sometimes it's great. But to follow the process of every single morning to see how the answer changes teaches you a lot about yourself. That was such a powerful process, like trying it right now. I could, I was surprised at how easily the answers came through. I'm like, how do you feel? I feel uneasy. Okay, why do you feel uneasy? Well, because I haven't had time to like have a rest today. Okay, what do you need? I'm like, I need to meditate. I'm like, okay, great. I'm gonna, I can give me some time to meditate after this. And I'm like, oh, wow. And I immediately right. felt my I have heart to chill. Yeah. I, I yeah. felt like I was hugging myself from the inside out. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> and I look forward to right? trying this every single day now. I'm doing it. I made it my my goal. I think it was like, yeah, it was the year before the book came out. So coming up two years now, I just woke up one morning and I thought, that's it. From now on, this will be my morning check-in. Every single day, I will not reach for the phone. I will not ask my husband or anybody, my dogs, or get out of bed till I've asked myself, how am I today? Wow. It's just, it just feels good. And by the way, we ask everybody else all the time, don't we? Yes, of course. Camilla, thank you so much. I want to end on this high note and leave this takeaway for people to go try right now. Can you please let people know where they can get in touch with you and where they can buy It's Not You, It's Me? Yes, it's available on Amazon and also on my website, zenme.tv, like being zen when you're <laughs> meditating. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And how about Instagram? Yes, at Camilla Dalarop on Instagram. Perfect. And of course, all the links will be available in the show notes below. Thank you so much for joining me, Camilla. I'm so excited for everybody to witness your magic and to read It's Not You and Me and your other two books as well. Wishing you a lovely rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.